NIDAR, Lounge, January 29th, 2031, 8.15 a.m. If we wanted to go off base and explore town, maybe go grab a candy bar. What are the protocols? You are free to leave if you go in a full suit. Elko's not fully abandoned. The Walmart's still open. As are some fueling stations. Also, what the hell happened to your voice, NIDAR? I don't know. I keep having this ringing in my ear. And then I stayed up really running simulators for, for the Mars Entry Program. I may have yelled a few too many times. Well, it sounds painful. Are you going to get some medicine for that or what? Not really. I just want to get out. What would my manner of transportation be? A MAV? Solar bike? Well, there is a gas-powered F-150 in the garage. Fossil fuel? No freaking way. It has new spark plugs and a new catalytic converter. Why? Because people are still stealing catalytic converters. What people? Why? Scrappers. People who are making their own vehicles to try to survive on cross-country journeys. People are armed out there. Take a pistol and try not to be gone too long. Amazing. Back home, people were confined to communal safe zones. Going to the surface was too dangerous. Radiation levels could kill a person after an hour of exposure. Keys are on the tote board. It is fueled. Do, do you have a plan for that truck? I was going to bring it to Mars in Cargo Bay 3. So if you feel like doing me a favor, park it in the cargo bay for me when you are done. Sure, damn. Nidar grabs the keys, and a strange ringing in his ears begins. Nidar walked the long ramp of the old hotel hallway. This was once a very popular casino full of weary travelers. The old poker tables still remained, covered in a layer of silt. Nidar put on his protective helmet and walked into the adjacent parking garage. His suit reading showed no sign of radiation, but air quality was low. A sickly yellow haze hung over Elko. He opened the door to the Ford F-150 and slid into its well-polished leather seats. When he placed a key in the ignition, it was the first time since he was a child he had been in a gas-powered vehicle. The ignition turned with ease, and the truck hummed on like it was brand new. Nidar drove out of the parking garage onto the main strip. A homeless man with a shopping cart chugged along the sidewalk looking up in surprise, seeing a vehicle on the road. He drove past the old Arby's, several laundromats with boarded-up windows, and a bombed-out post office building. He could see the Walmart at the end of the strip, defended by armed soldiers with long lines waiting to get in. He parked near the back of the lot, far from the other cars. It was obvious that so many of these vehicles had been abandoned. He walked up to the line, noticing no one else in suits. A few people would cough. Some had large tumors on their necks and foreheads but his suit still registered no radioactive contact. A man in full tactical gear walked in behind Nidar. The man behind him remained silent. Nidar finally entered the store after his badge was scanned. The mysterious guards defending the Walmart appeared to be members of the Brotherhood of Iron, a local paramilitary contractor of the greater West Coast region. What do you need from the store, sir? I just want some soda and chips. Sure, your credentials check out. Good luck, Offworld. Wish I could go. 
Nidar wheeled his cart to the chip aisle as the cart squealed from a faulty wheel bearing. Need Gulam to fix these carts. Doritos. Pringles for Edith. Fritos for Will. Pork rinds for Gulam. A face met eye contact with him through the aisle. An exotic pair of eyes like nothing he had seen before. A mysterious teal pair. Then they were gone. Nidar ran to the far side of the aisle, abandoning his cart. But no one was there, and the ringing in his ears began again. Hello? There was no response, but a feeling of danger crept into his mind. The ringing in his ear felt like a warning. He wasted no time gathering his cart and throwing in a few two liters of soda into it with a thump. He headed for the checkout and found everything was fully automated self-checkouts now. Nice to see Walmart finally got rid of the need for human employees. An android named Gladys monitored each checkout, and Nidar ran his TC employee credit card. He bagged the chips into soy bags and noticed the man in tactical gear at a checkout a few stations away. He was buying armor-piercing rounds, an AR-15, laser scope, and a silencer. Nice. That's, uh, that's a nice gun. You like, uh, deer hunting? The strange masked man in tactical gear ignored him and walked out of the store with his merchandise, ignoring the greeter and asking for a receipt. Nidark gathered his bags and the two liters. Okay, that's it. Nidar headed to the greeter and noticed her eyes were the same vibrant teal he had seen in the chip aisle. Do I... do I know you? I don't think so. Have a nice day. Nidar left the store with bags in hand. A solar bike drove by, ignoring him, nearly running him over. As he picked up his bags, he saw what looked like someone in an outfit walking in the parking lot. Gunshots rang out in the lot and Brotherhood of Iron Guards drew weapons and ran for the source of the sound. Nidar ran for the truck as soldiers raced past him. Only a few rows away, Nidar also lay dying on the asphalt, bleeding out, and his attacker had already fled the area. A blue tarp in the bed of the truck rustled for a moment. Nidar looked back and assumed it was just the wind, the last cool breeze of earth he would ever feel.